bong, bong. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet With Joel, the best in sports betting advice. If you want to get your money up, bruh, sign up to Bet With Joel. That's the bottom line. He's going to send you the right advice. You follow the system. You make money. It's as easy as that, bruh. That's all I can tell you, man. You want to you give this shit a try? Go to betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty, P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 that's potty exclusive five zero for 50 percent off your first week subscription there's no lock-ins don't know why you'd want to leave if you're if you're getting free money bruh you're just gonna leave that what's wrong with you dude betwithjoel.com slash ref promo code pod sorry slash ref slash welcome to the potty betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50 percent off your first week Support the Welcome to the Potty podcast by buying a Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. Dude, these shirts, I wore one to my gig last night and I felt like I was just receiving a warm hug for the entire show, dude. You want a hug, bruh? Time's been tough? Get yourself a Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. These bitches are fucking comfortable, bruh. And guess what? 5% of all proceeds go to a different charity each month and you go to welcome to the potty.com slash charity bruh or charities and you see how many charities we've been supporting we're fucking the most charitable podcast bruh and that's a fact you can google that you can google that shit dude welcome to the potty.com slash store for your butter soft welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt let's start the show welcome to the Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI podcast and the captain, the fucking. I don't know, dude. Sore head. Fucking hangover king of podcasting, dude. You can probably tell by those ad reads, by my fucking subpar introduction that I'm not feeling on top of the world today, dude. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why right fucking now. Is last night, I was lucky enough to open up for the hilarious Zach Watson. You can follow him at Zach Watson Comedy on Instagram. And he, yeah, he gave me some time at the top of his show to open up for him. And, um, that was the first time I'd ever done 10 minutes. It was my, I guess my first fringe stand-up appearance. Um, and dude, I felt, I felt fucking good, man. Um, I felt, I felt good. Uh, I had... Mum and Matthew, my stepdad, come along. Ricey, friend of the show. Um, who else, man? Who else came? Um, Rachel, my girlfriend, uh, and her her friend Susie. Right, they all came along, which was nice. Uh, 
And dude, I felt like the crowd really enjoyed my set. Got good feedback. Lots of people came up to me afterwards and said that they they enjoyed it. So I was on a high. I was on a high and um, I, I just rode that high until about five o'clock this morning. So, um, and when I say I rode that high, I didn't, I actually didn't do any of that devil's dandruff, baby. You feel me? I actually was only drinking beers. I actually didn't even have like a, oh, actually I had two shots of whiskey. Cancel that. I had two shots of whiskey. Um, but apart from that, I had only beers, man. I had most of the beers in Adelaide last night and um yeah i i um hung out with some people some people um i secured another guest for the welcome to the potty podcast so we've got some more guests coming up man we got some more guests coming up so be excited about that um now if you listen to the the bonus episode this week of the welcome to the potty podcast um with shad wicker and pete James, Peter James. Now these two very funny comedians actually also had me come on their show for about 20 minutes the other night and it was all improv and it was so much fun. So much fun. So it's called Shad and Pete Save the World, maybe. And I, I highly recommend it if you if you can go to this show. I think I'm actually opening for them again next week. Um, maybe that's still to be confirmed. But um they what happens is they put problems in a a uh, like when you walk in there's post it notes right and so you get to put you get to write down your problems like oh you know my you know my my dick looks funny or whatever you you write your problems down you know or um you know Problems, you know, problems and my brain's not really working. So I'm not even able to fucking think of any problems right now. You know, I'm a, I'm a diabetic, you know, I'm an alcoholic, you know, I've, you know, too much, you know, too much sugar in my diet. And, uh, you know, I've got diabetes type two plus, you know, I'm, I might be losing a limb later in my life, you know, things like that. Um, you know, I've got, you know, I'm tone deaf. You can put in a problem like that. And then you can put in problems about Adelaide, why you hate Adelaide, right? And on stage, Shad and Pete work your problems out. 100% success rate. They'll work your problems out. Um, and it was fucking hilarious, man. So they allowed me up on stage with them. So there's three of us, three microphones. I was up there for about 20 minutes. And I just didn't feel like, dude, these dudes are so funny that I just, dude, all I felt like I was doing was laughing into the microphone, dude. Like they were so fucking funny. So I would recommend going to see that show. Um, check the episode description of the episode before this one. And, um, yeah, have a look at the fringe tickets. I would definitely, oh shit, man. Yeah. I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty fucked up today, man. Um, but I would recommend that show, dude. That was so fucking much fun. Um, and yeah, I might be opening for them next, next Thursday. So that'd be sick. What else, man? What else have we got? Um, yeah. Oh, Zach Watson. Um, he's actually, his last show is tonight. So tonight as in the day that I'm recording this, so it'll be over by the time you listen to this. So there's no point of trying to plug his show, but his show is so much fun, man. And I'll, 
I'll give a bit of a spoiler here because um, his show's over now, but he actually has a bottle of gin on stage and there's a couple of dance breaks in a comedy show, dance breaks, where he just runs around the crowd pouring shots in people's cups and in their mouths and shit. It's so much fun, dude. So much fun. Now, um, there was a girl texting in the front row of his show. Um, but also she, she did message me. I mean, not message me, sorry. Sorry, I was thinking of her phone. She came up to me after the show and actually liked what I did. So I couldn't get too mad at her. But also, don't text at a comedy show, motherfucker. But um, yeah, dude, so much fun. I'm loving the fringe, man. I'm loving, you know, I've been meeting meeting new comedians. Um, it has been. It's been a ball. I ran into Dusty Stevenson, friend of the show. He's probably on the show probably around 100 episodes ago. Um, I ran into him last night. And so he's going to come back on the show. Well, that's drunk talk. That was drunk talk. But he might come on the show again. Um, just fun. Just so much fun, dude. So, um, yeah. So I was out till 5 o'clock in the morning. And on my way home, yeah. 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 I got a double beef whopper with cheese. An extra cheese and no onion. I got that on my way home because I was hungry. I was drunk. Then I woke up at 10 o'clock today, which is only, you know, probably four and a half or five hours sleep. So I am feeling a little bit shit. I'm thirsty. I don't have a water in here with me, but I'm still, I'm just going to fucking power on. We're only nine minutes in though. We're only nine minutes in. You know what, guys? I'm just going to pause this real quick and go get a water. All right. Now, if it wasn't for the magic of podcasting, you motherfuckers would have been like, what the fuck? Where's he gone? Because I was gone for a minute just then. I had to get a coffee. I got some electrolytes. You know how you get those um those dissolvable tablets in you put you drop that in a water and it's it does electrolytes. So I've uh, I've um I've done that. I got a bottle of water. So I've got three three drinks in front of me. So that's, you know, that's probably enough to have. Maybe, I don't know. Oh, dude, it's housemate Dan's birthday today. So happy birthday to housemate Dan, bro. Um, I'm, I am going to show up to your dinner tonight. Um, am I going to be much fun? Yes. Yes, I'll get back. I'm probably going to get back on the piss uh, tonight, to be honest. Like, if I'm, dude, if I'm going to be honest with you, bro, probably going to get back on the piss tonight, dude. If I'm going to be... Completely honest with you, bruh. No, I don't know. My friends, dude, I feel like my friends all grew up, right? And now they do all this like, oh, you know, I don't really go out and I don't really do drinking anymore, you know? And that's fine. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. Be healthy and boring and all that. That's fun. That's fun for you. Um, But yeah, it makes me feel like maybe I'm in a state of like arrested development, you know? Like I'm just not, I'm just not growing up. I'm 29. I'm turning 30 soon. Dude, I had a friend, bro. I do still have a friend. Friend of the show, Tom Chisholm. Now, now I think he got two votes, maybe, um, for Guest of the Year last year. So, um, yeah, you know, like, so give it up for fucking, for Chiz and, and, uh, and here's two votes there. Um, I, I would say, yeah, so he, he, for his 30th, Basically said he wasn't going to do anything and we just showed up at his house and we watched the footy and we got drunk on beers, right? 
at his house. Now with my 30th, I'm going to absolutely throw down, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. It's coming up in a couple months. I don't have any money, you know, like I'm going to Europe, all my money is tied up in this Europe investment. So, so like, I don't really know how I'm going to do this birthday thing, but I'll figure it out, dude. I'll figure it out. So yeah. And I'm going to get lit at it and there's going to be maybe family members there or something. And we're just going to get lit at it. Um, cause that's, that's how I celebrate. You know, I had my first 10 minute set, my first fringe gig last night. So I got lit about it. You know, sometimes you got to get lit about it, get lit about it, bro. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, dude, I've been having this fucking urge today. Like, and I've never had this before. And I think this is like, this is like FGE, you know, fat guy energy. I've been having this urge to just lift my shirt up and sit, sit my shirt on top of my fat gut and just let my belly breathe, dude. Like that's, that's sort of what I've been feeling like today, bro. That's how many beers I had last night is that's the urge I've been feeling. So this is, I don't know what really what I'm talking about today, guys. My brain, like I think I, you know, did permanent brain damage last night and I would just like to reiterate that I did no drugs last night, just alcohols. Um, Lavelle, we talked, me and Lavelle talked about him maybe coming over this weekend today. Uh, I didn't know that I was going to, um, you know, be, you know, alcoholed up all, you know, night and into the, into the evening. Um, so I guess I'm probably not going to see him today now, which is disappointing. Um, I miss hanging out with him and we used to do, we used to be gym buddies. I think you guys probably knew about that because I used to talk about it pretty much every time I went to the gym and then I moved away. You know, I moved on to like the other side, not the other side of the city, but for like, just not as close. And now, now I geographically, geographically, it's more difficult to see him, which sucks. Cause I miss him. I fucking miss him, dude. But we got, we got lunch the other week. That was nice. But all we do is talk about, um, NBA <laughs> and like, I'll, I'll be like, um, I'll be like, oh, right. Like, I had lunch with Lavelle today. And she'll be like, oh yeah, how's he going? <laughs> and I'll be like, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> Cause we just fucking, we got to the pub right for lunch and we just fucking basically just started talking about NBA. And I don't have a problem with that, but I probably should, um, probably should do more checking in with, with people's feelings and things like that. Sometimes I get lost in the source. Hold on. Let me just have a sip of this electrolytes. Oh man, that's a big cup and I almost did the whole thing. Um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I just get caught up in the fun and maybe that's, maybe that's a, um, you know, like a down, downside of my personality is the lack of seriousness sometimes. Um, or maybe, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, maybe I'm caught up in arrested development and I'm stuck at this like weird period where I, you know, sometimes like I do, I do care about people, but I don't voice it or something. So like I'll hang out with people and sometimes I won't say, how are you? You know, I'll just say like, you know, what's been going on and uh, we'll talk about things 
more than feelings, you know. I've been I've been working and I've been working out and I've been, you know, smashing boxes, you know. And I wasn't, you know, that you know, that was a double entendre. I was talking about recycling and you guys probably thought I was talking about, you know, poissy. But um yeah, we talk about things a lot and less about less about our feelings sometimes. And that's why there's are you okay day and I probably need to do more of that every day than just, you know, once once a year. But um now nah, we talk Lavelle and I, but sometimes yeah, sometimes I feel like I can just get wrapped up in um the Yeah, the logistics of it all more than the um you know intrinsics of it all. What the fuck am I talking about, bro? What else? I feel like there's maybe more to more to catch up on. Um Shit, maybe not though. So maybe we'll we'll just head into Clay's reviews. I got a couple for you. Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is Clay's reviews. Um. So I watched two movies this week. One. Now I forgot the name of it, so I'm just gonna have to get on the Google real quick. I think it was something as simple as Hecklers or something. It was a documentary. Um, Hecklers, uh, IMDb. Let's let's see if that pops up. Um, oh, it's just called Heckler, maybe. Yeah, Heckler, two thousand and seven. So. I guess it's a, I guess it's like a comedy documentary by Jamie Kennedy. And if you don't know Jamie Kennedy, he's, he he did Malibu's Most Wanted, which was basically the beginning of cultural appropriation. But, um, yeah, I guess this documentary explores how critical the world is, right? But this is in 2007, so I'd say it's even worse now. And it's ironic that I'm reviewing this movie because this movie... This movie talks about, um, first of all, hecklers in comedy crowds, like, you suck, and whatever, like that kind of shit. Um, but also talks about critics. And you know me, I'm a fucking film critic, bro. And I've given out, I'm pretty sure I've given out a 0.5 before. Um, for what? Uh, that's a good question, man. But it would probably be something like... Um, I saw this bullshit called, um, fuck, what was it called? Unfriended, maybe? Uh, that was shit. Uh, um, Human Centipede Part 2. I think I gave that a 1. But this is, yeah, this is about that. And, it's, and it says, like, those, like, a lot of it is based on, like, those that can't do critique or whatever. So... Maybe that's true because I don't do, I don't really do comedy reviews um, because I do comedy, but I, I, I don't know how to do movies, but I, I review them. I call them shit if I have to. Um, and this, I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this. Um, I did enjoy this, this film, this documentary. It was, it was nice, short one hour and 20 minutes. Um, and it just follows Jamie Kennedy because he came out with this movie called Son of Mask, right? So remember the mask with uh, Jim Carrey? 
it was a sequel to that, right? As a baby with superpowers, which the premise of that is is funny in itself, right? Sometimes, you know, you can't just go up on stage and share premises, right? Like I don't go up there and, and say, um, you know, you know, imagine, you know, imagine... You know, imagine a duck with with no wings or something, and that's the premise. And then I don't I don't hit it with a punchline. And that I guess that's what this movie Son of Mask is. And I haven't seen it, but it sounds like a good premise with no punch. Um, and so it basically goes. It's it, it's Jamie Kennedy reading his own reviews and being embarrassed, and um, he feels like he's been come out come out personally rather than artistically. And it sounds like it a lot. Some some of these reviews weren't weren't saying um, you know this movie sucks. They were saying Jamie Kennedy. We need to get rid of Jamie Kennedy and things like this. So yeah, very very interesting. I thought the psychology behind it. But now now that it's two thousand and twenty, thirteen years later, and the like the amount that social media has grown and things like this, not just blogs anymore. It's, it's Instagram it's Twitter. It's fucking Facebook. It's anything you can, it's Yelp, you know, any fucking dumb cunt with, you know, a set of nuts can do a review like me. And yeah, you know, I'll try not to, I'll try not to hate too much. Sometimes there's some shit art, you know, there's some shit art out there. I've got jokes that are shit, you know? I've got shit jokes that I try not to tell. Um, and there's shit movies. That's undeniable. They say that art is subjective, but it's also, like, it, it also isn't. Um, so I, li- I like to do my reviews. I try not to hurt feelings. I try not to say, like, oh, these can't... Like, it's more, it's more the characters. Sometimes I hate characters. There's a few actors, actresses that I don't like because they they come off as a certain way. One of them, I would have to say, and I don't know this lady, okay? But Nicole Kidman. I've never met this person. And I don't, you know, I don't have an actual problem with her, but just her, the way she comes across in her films, you know, regardless of the role she plays, I kind of just feel like she's a bit of a cunt. Um, now she's probably not, she's most likely not. Now I don't have a personal issue with her, but yeah. So I wouldn't write a movie review and just shit on her the whole time. Maybe, maybe I would. It depends on just how bad the effort was. Like there's some things that I've said, like maybe like, oh, this movie seems like a prank. Like maybe, or maybe like this dude lost a bet and that's why he made this movie or something. But I don't go too hard. And some of this shit was just like, you know, Jamie Kennedy should call up, crawl in a ball and die or whatever. Anyway, I feel like I've talked about this movie for a very long time. Um, and I would probably just rate it probably around a six out of 10. Um, it's not the best documentary ever made. It is interesting. Um, I'm not mad at it. I feel very self-conscious now giving it a six. Um, I feel very, it's the irony around it is just pretty overwhelming to be honest. Um, and then the other movie that I watched this week, and I'm a bit late to the party here, Bohemian Rhapsody, bruh. Boheme Rapo, you know, Bo Rap. Um, basically the story of Queen, the story of, uh, what's his name? 
uh, Freddie Mercury and his teeth. It's mostly about his teeth, I thought. Um, you, I mean, he does have, like, if you see pictures of Freddie Mercury, you see this dude's teeth is pretty serious, right? He's got some fucking furniture in his face. But the way, like, the prosthetics they put on Rami Malik, who's the guy that played Freddie Mercury... Um, they really, I felt like they kind of overdid it and maybe it was like a, it was a kind of almost a bit mean to me. Hold on. Let me have some more of this, uh, this fucking, what is it? Electrolytes. D fucking licious, my friends. <sighs> um, yeah, they went all out on these prosthetic teeth, dude. Some looked like a fucking saber tooth tiger in this bitch, but. Rami Malik really fucking did it, man. Now I don't, I, I, I don't know if he is American or British, but he, his accent, his gayness, he just—I mean, no, sorry, bisexuality. He's not gay. Freddie Mercury's not gay. He's bisexual. Um, died of AIDS. Well, no, not AIDS. AIDS-related pneumonia. So he had AIDS. He had AIDS and got pneumonia, and then he died. So, um. Dude, this story about the relationship between Freddie Mercury and his family and um, his band, Queen, and how he got into the band, it, I loved it. And I had been avoiding it for a very long time just because, you know, I'm not I'm not the hugest rock fan. I don't really listen to Queen. I don't really, you know, I don't really care for musicals so much. Um, but this movie, dude, this film was fucking unreal. And I understand why Rami Malek got the Oscar for best actor. And that's unsourced as well. I'm just, I'm not really sure if he really did, did get that. Cause I don't remember what, what other movies were out that year, but I'll tell you this, um, for a guy that's not like a huge queen fan, uh, I was pretty upset that I wasn't alive during live eight. That would have been fucking sick. Um, and I gave this movie a 8.5 out of 10, dude, eight, point fizzle bro so i would i would if you haven't seen that i would see it dude i'll definitely see it. it it made me a little bit sad um if you know if i watched it today i'd probably cry because of the alcohol and the emotions running through my my body but um yeah 8.5 dude that was a good film that was a good film let's have let's try some coffee let's see if this coffee helps i haven't had a coffee today ladies and gentlemen so we'll see if this cures me I'm telling you, Richo, I'll be back at it. I'll be back at it tonight. You'll probably, I guarantee these cunts, bro. I'm going to go, I'm going to sort my shit out. I'm going to go to dinner and be ready to like fucking really play through this. And they're all going to be like, oh, well, dinner was nice. See you, see you tomorrow, guys. I'm going, you know, all that kind of shit. So maybe it'll just be fucking Clay and Rach, fucking Clay and Rach party after um, dinner. We'll, we'll see. And maybe, maybe I'll have to give you guys an update. On the uh, next episode of Welcome to the Potty Podcast, which is probably going to actually be a guest, a guest episode. So think about that. Mm. I need a coffee sponsor, dude. That is delicious. That is fucking delicious. Um, what have we? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, everyone keeps sending in. Everyone keeps sending in fucking um, coronavirus stuff. I don't care about it, guys. It's basically just the flu. So, um, 
yeah, I'm pretty over it. So stop sending, stop sending that in. I reckon. Thanks. Um. Oh, and we need to we need to go to poor posture here, guys, because this is this is fucking insanity. Poor posture All right. So, um, who sent this shit in? <laughs> um, I, I, I can't find the name here. Oh, I've got to click back. Hold on. Sorry, guys. You play the theme song. You should have everything fucking sorted out, shouldn't you? Gerald. Someone named Gerald. I've never met a Gerald, so that's interesting. Um, so fashion school apologizes for clearly racist show. And these pictures, you really need to just see these pictures. Um, this is just insanity. These people are just on a, on a runway and they are wearing these big lips and big ears and big eyebrows. They look like Neanderthals, but really it looks like, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be frank with you. It looks mad niggerish. All right. And then, and then there's a black model who didn't wear the accessories, which I want, I hope that was a statement made by her. Um, Yeah, I don't know, dude. They're saying it's not intentionally racist, but you wait till you see the Instagram, dude. This shit is fucking insane. Insane, bruh. Insane. Um, but yeah, thank you. Uh, what's the name of the fashion school? Um, do, do, do. Fashion may be in the eye of the beholder. Many people reacting to a controversial catwalk show in New York seem to agree it was not okay. Models were asked to wear large prosthetic ears, oversized black or red lips, and massive bushy fake eyebrows along with clothing items in fashion line presented by college students in an event in Manhattan. The accessories were heavily criticized on social media after, according to reports, an African-American model in the show refused to wear the clearly racist items. Yeah, well, yeah, I wouldn't wear them shits. I wouldn't wear them shits. Fashion Institute of Technology. So that's the Fashion Institute of Technology. I would probably say um, their posture is a little bit fucked up, dude. Because that, dude, that's wild. Um, thank you, Gerald, for sending that one in. Um, and this one is from, dude, I'm pretty sure we had this last episode. Someone named Azzy, was it? And I was talking about how hot she was. Um, so Azzy has sent in one that says... Where is the title? Indian Donald Trump worshipper builds shrine in honor of American president. Um, and, and Duke, like get your, you know, get your fucking paper right, son. Go to work and start doing things that matter. This dude is kissing a statue he made of Donald Trump. Get your fucking shit together, bruh. Your posture's terrible. You got scoliosis, you know? The, your, your back, honestly, you could... Your back looks like the letter S, bro. Your back looks like it could spell scoliosis, motherfucker. Get your fucking shit together. You know? You don't even be in... You know, he's not even in America talking about Trump, you know? Um, and I think this... Uh, yeah, this is another one. Uh, and this one is from Rochelle. And... We've got some ladies writing in and as he could be a guy or a girl, but I like to think, I like to think that it's a fucking 10 writing into the show. Uh, and this one, um, sorry, who did I say this was from? I'm going to click back again. God damn it. Um, do, 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 where, where'd it go? 
Oh God, did I delete it? No. Rochelle. Rochelle has sent one in. Another fuckwit bitch. Um, and that was that was a bit harsh. Oh, and this article's from September 2019, Rochelle. But um, an American Airlines passenger took her adorable miniature service horse on a flight from Chicago to o- Omaha. Let me tell you this: no more, no more service animals. Okay, service dogs only. And understand that people may be allergic to dogs, so you you don't get to fly with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, there's no, no, from now on, no more service birds, no more service horses, pigs, be, be a fucking normal guy, be a normal guy and get, dude, no, your past just fucked up, son. You look like the number six, get your act together. You look like when you look straight ahead, you see, you see the pavement. You understand? You're all bent out of shape. Thank you, Rochelle, for sending that one in. And I think I did see some fuck shit. Um, so, uh, let's go ahead and listen to this fuck shit. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Alright, um, now this is fuck shit. Uh, this one is coming in from someone named Bill. So, I don't actually think I know any Bills either. Check this out. Uh, this says, want to be a little taller? Radical surgery permanently extends your legs. Um, and this is a very recent article, February 18th, 2020. In the last year, at least 30 men have made an appointment with an orthopedic surgeon named Dr. Kevin (laughs) Debbie Pashad to have him saw through their perfectly healthy leg bones. Um, he cuts through people's femurs or tibias, forces the bones to separate with metal implants and sends them on their way to heal. Once their bones grow back, they'll be several inches taller. Dude, that makes me fuck. Like, I feel sick just thinking of that. And that is fuck shit. Um, dude, stick to, stick to nose jobs, bro. What the fuck are you doing? Cutting people. Bro, that's got to be illegal. It's got to be illegal. Um, we got this. We got this here too. Oh fuck! I didn't check who it was from. Sorry, gotta go back again. I'm I'm all over the fucking place, you guys. Uh, Sylvia, and I do know two Sylvias. One's an older lady, and one is um, a younger lady. So, so that's that's sort of the you know the versatility of the name Sylvia can sort of just go. It can be you know go through generations. Check this out. Priest feeds congregation rat poison to prove they're above death. And this is religion, you guys. And this is this is really this is really what happens. This is really what happens. This is a black man. He looks maybe African or something like that. He looks like he's probably from Ghana. Um and he really needs to South Africa. He's from South Africa. But um yeah he really took it to himself to to feed rat poison to his congregation um i hope they all die and i hope he dies if you're that if you're that like sad dude that you you know that's that's how you got to prove your faith i think it's time i think your time's up bro we got to get rid of you we don't need people this stupid in the world if that dude and this is my problem with religion if that's how fucking naive you are if that is how naive you are bro you just need it you really need to you need to fucking have a have a look at yourself to be honest with 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 you. <sighs> that is some fuck shit, bro. And I I think I saw one more here, man. 
Jars of... Yeah. And this one... This one is from... John. Wow. Nice basic name here. Jars of preserved human tongues found in... You guessed it. Florida home. Um, now that's insane. Police in Florida are investigating the gruesome recovery, discovery of jars of human tongues in a home's crawl space. The preserved organs were found during an inspection of the foundation of Gainesville House, which was previously owned by Ronald Barman. Well, I think I think I almost threw up just then. Um, and that's I don't know if that's fuck shit. I think that should have probably been in poor boss. I don't know. That is fuck shit. That is fuck shit because we don't actually have a name of who this person is, what they've done, how this has all happened. But this is, it's very sick. There's people out there really, um, really fucking up. There's people out there really fucking up, dude, to be honest. Um, well, since I did, since I did Shad and Pete save the world this week, um, maybe, maybe we should get back into, um, some advice. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Um, this seems like a, like a lie. Let's, let's read it anyway. Okay. Uh, so the subject says, help. I sent a gay Shrek porno to my 82 year old grandmother. Okay. So basically 20 minutes ago, I was texting my girlfriend. Okay. 20 minutes ago. But when did you send this email? about 10 hours ago. So about 10 hours and 20 minutes ago, I was texting my girlfriend and she sent me one of those copy pastes where it's like a guy dancing, but it's made up of... Okay. Dude, learn how to write. Learn how to fucking write, guy. Okay, let's keep going. Uh... I went on the internet to try and find something funny to send back and I found the jackpot. A gay fan fiction about Shrek titled Shrek is Love. Quotes from this include, he skewers me on his Shrek, in brackets, Shrek cock. Yeah, we get it, guy. Uh, and begins using my asshole to pleasure himself. So I sent it to my unsuspecting girlfriend. 15 minutes later, I checked if there was a response, but then realized I hadn't sent it to my girlfriend. I'd sent it to my 82-year-old grandmother. For some unknown, bewildering reason, I don't have pictures or special names for anyone on my phone. And my grandma and girlfriend's names start with the same two letters. Her image of me is a nice, smart, handsome young man. And I just sent her a gay Shrek porno. Help me. I don't know what to do and she hasn't opened it yet. What should I say? On iMessage, you can't delete a message on someone else's phone. So that's out of the question. All the while my girlfriend's laughing at me over the phone. I don't know what to do. Please help me. Listen here, motherfucker. You're an idiot. First off, why wouldn't you just hit respond to your girlfriend? If it's an iMessage and she sent you something first and you wanted to respond to it, why didn't you just do that? Why did you go through your contacts, your contacts and and not know the difference first off between your fucking girlfriend and your grandma's name? I'm seeing some some type of eatable complex here, dude. I think deep down you dude, I don't know how this really works, but I think you want to have gay sex with your own grandmother. And I'm just I'm just trying to help you out. And I think you need you need to explore that. And that's, that's all I've got for you, brother. You don't know how to use a phone. That's your problem, not mine. And, um, yeah, go ahead. Um, good luck, brother. Good luck with that. Um, I hope that things work out with you, you and your fucking, your grandmother. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. 
Um, what else have we got here? That. Um, okay, what do we got here? How long? How long is this one? Not that long. I'm, I'm liking how you guys aren't sending them in too long anymore. Good job. And this one. This one came in uh, yesterday. Someone hit their eight-month-old baby in my store. Did I do the right thing? Hi, I'm a father of one, and I was at work today. My coworker came to me and said she told me a cup. Let's try that again. My coworker came to me and she told me a couple was paying their bill, and the father was in in the back of the store with their baby in the stroller. The baby was crying, so he hit her face and said, "Stop crying!" in a stern tone. Good lord. I have a sense these people neglect their child from the way they act towards her every month they pay their bill. I have a one-year-old daughter and it hits me in a different way now when I see this kind of stuff. I called dispatch immediately after she told me of this, so we brought up camera footage. And the first time it shows him hit her and then he aggressively gets in her face like he's angry. He's currently in a holding cell. Coworker gave her statement, but I don't know how I feel about instigating the situation. Um... Shit, dude's in a holding cell. Oh, don't hit a fucking eight month old, dude. Hit... Yeah, you gotta, you gotta fuck, you gotta fuck with someone your own size, dude. If you're gonna fight somebody, fight someone that's your size or bigger than you. Um, and that, you know, that advice is, you know, is hard, just because mostly, like, if someone say someone smaller than you fights you, are you allowed to fight them? You know. So I think you can you can react, but if you're gonna start a fight, you gotta you really gotta be starting on someone bigger than you. I think, and that's why I always get started on when I'm when when I'm out in town, you know, because I'm bigger than people, and um, you know they want to flex or whatever. But basically, what what I do now is I used to I used to be get into it and fight them, but now I I kill them with kindness, you know, I hit them with that fucking. I hope you're having a good night, brother. You know? I hope you're having a good night. You you enjoy yourself. And they'll be like, confused, dudes. They'll be fucking confused. And that's all right. Mm, I fucking love coffee, man. Um, nah, you see, if you see someone hit an eight-month-old dude, you, you did the right thing. You did the right thing, dude. So don't, I wouldn't feel bad. That motherfucker needs to be in a holding cell. He needs to cool the fuck off. Um... Here we go. Um, and this one from Raul. And I don't know, you know, I don't really know if that's a real name, you know, Raul. But this one came in four hours ago. So, you know, I was probably four hours ago was, yeah, I was just probably waking up. So <clears throat> good timing, Raul. So my partner and I have a class with this girl. She is an ex-friend of one of our friends, but my partner decided to give her a chance to get to know her. She began sitting with us in class. My partner went out with her and some mutual friends and she tried to kiss him. She tried to kiss him. So Raoul must be a female here and your partner must be a male. He said he's dating me and she apologized and said she didn't know, even though we have matching neck tattoos and live together. I'll tell you first problem, bruh. I mean, sis. Matching neck tattoos. Um, now, Rao, I was inclined to believe that maybe you were Indian or Pakistani or something like that with the name Rao, but you're definitely, I'm going to be honest with you, white trash. Matching neck tattoos. 
Let's make better decisions, Rao. Let's hear more. She ended up coming over to our place to study for a quiz and lost it over my partner's cat. He is a solid gray silver tabby with amber green eyes. Okay, I don't care about that. Sometimes, Rao, less, less is more. Now, and that's a detail that doesn't matter in this story, I'm pretty sure. We'll, we'll find out soon. Soon after that, my partner and this girl ended up hanging out for a little while and she apparently couldn't stop talking about how she wanted a cat just like this. Same color, same pet personality. Later that month, my my partner went over to a place to hang out with her and some friends, but I couldn't go because I had to study. He told me that he explained Wiccan religion to her, which is what he and I practice, and that she was really interested in it. Flash forward to today, she sends us a video of her new cat, who looks almost identical to my partner's, and she's naming him Sage, plant burnt in Wiccan rituals. I'm not sure if this is a severe form of flattery, or if these are red flags in her behavior, what should I do? Honestly, honestly, I'd say your first fucking point of, uh, you know, whatever. Dude, I, I don't know. I'm having trouble accessing my language today. But I'd say your first point of call is to fucking not have matching neck tattoos. That I'm really not getting over that route. All right. Get your shit together. All right. And if people want cats that look like your cat, dude, let them get a cat and let them name them what they want. This isn't a problem. The only problem I see in this whole thing, Rao, is your fucking matching neck tattoos. <laughs> she didn't know that you were together, even though we have matching neck tattoos and live together. Is that the prerequisites for a fucking relationship? Get, what the fuck are you talking about? I honestly, when I see people with matching neck tattoos, I mostly think those pe those people probably do drugs together. That's what I think. I don't even think that they that they date. You know, I think they party mostly. And who better to party with and get tattoos with than a roommate? You know. I think I think the main the main thing here, Rao, if that is your real name, it just seems like you just what is Wiccan. Let's check Wiccan because I just want to know what color your skin is because matching neck tattoos just seems very white trash to me. Let's, um, and if that's racist, um, if you've got a problem with it, just turn, turn the fucking episode off. I don't give a fuck. Um, what do we got here? Wick, Wick, Wicca. Pagan witchcraft. Alright, I, are you, is this a, am, Where's Ashton? Am I being punked? That's your religion that you... Dude, I think this girl is the least of your problems. I think you, Raul, I think you've got your own problems. And you're for sure white. Only white people follow, um, you know... What, what did it say? Pagan witchcraft. Is that what it said? Pagan witchcraft. Raul, get your shit together. If you really want to do religion, do a normal one like Scientology, you know, pagan witchcraft, and also to make better decisions about your tattoos, all right? My God, I just don't know what's going on. We that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. I don't know how to function. What have we got here? Have we got some, some would you rathers, guys? Let's have a look in the inbox. Oh, we got a fucking heap. You guys love this shit. <laughs> There's some funny ones here. We might go through a few of these and then end the show today. 
Um, all right. Would you rather go back to when you were five but die at 35 or continue living and be guaranteed to die at 85? Um, okay, so I get to go back to five. I get to go back to five and live to 35. Oh, no, fuck that, dude. Because my childhood, man, I got bullied. I got bullied, which I hated. Um, I wasn't very good at making friends. Mum mum reckons I was, but I don't know. I always felt like an outsider. I never... You know in high school how you've got your group? I was always a floater, you know? Um, and I know some people that say that and they think it's a really cool thing, but I didn't feel cool. I felt like I didn't know where I fit in and I didn't have a choice but to float. Because sometimes I'd hang out with one group and I'd be like, oh, I, I don't really feel like they want me here. So I'll go to a different group. I'd go to different age groups. If I was in year 10, I'd hang out with year eights and year 12s, you know? So um, I didn't like school that much, man. Uh, so I don't want to do school again. So I would probably just continue on living, telling jokes, doing podcasts until I'm 85 and die. It's a good age to die, I think. Um... Would you rather take a guaranteed $1 million or have a 50-50 shot, basically a coin flip at $100 million? And I'm taking that coin flip every day. Am I? That's a good point. But $100 million, like you never have to work again, right? You do whatever you want for the rest of your life, really. $1 million, you know what? I don't really even know what I would do. Pay off my car go on a real nice holiday, take a couple years off work, maybe. I don't know. You know? I'd be able to... If I took that one milli, I'd really be able to put my put some hours into comedy, you know? I'd probably take that one milli, quit my job, put some hours into comedy and see if I can start a new career and start making some money at that. There you go. I'd take the milli. Thanks, Pat. Oh, and the first one was from uh, Xavier. Xavier. Uh, and this next one here is from Cody. Uh, would you would you rather go back in time seven years and retain all the knowledge that you have now? Okay, seven years, so I'd be 22. Um, or take 500 milli. Uh, son, 500 million dollars, bro. 500 Christina millions, give me that. And again, I'm, I'm doing what I want for the rest of my life. I don't need to worry about shit. All right. Um, yeah, dude, for the same reason, really. Do what I want, travel, do comedy. Yeah, sleep in. Uh, what else have we got here? This one is from Chris. Would you rather have a dick-shaped head or a head-shaped dick? I'll take the head shape. Hmm. Shaped. So does that, how big is my dick? Is it like what size head? Can I still fuck? Um, I definitely, well, I'll tell you this. If I've got a dick shaped head, nobody's going to fuck me. At least with a head shaped dick, I can, I can at least get someone back to the house and we can have a discussion about it. Um, and then when they see me, they can make it, when they see my cock, they can, they can make a decision there. So I'd, I'd take a head shaped dick. Dude, my phone is going off. So I just need to uh No, I'm let's not be rude to the listeners, Clay. Let's keep it moving. Hold on, let me have some more of this coffee here. 
Mm. Dude, lately I've been forgetting that my fucking full name is Claiborne. You know? I've been going by Clay for probably... Mm, probably 15 years. When did I start college? No. I think I've been going by Clay now since probably about... Fuck, I don't know, man. I used to hate it. I used to hate being called Clay when I was real young, but I think I uh, got over it. I don't remember when I've been going by Clay, but yeah, lately, Rachel called me Clayburn the other day and I, it sounded foreign to me, to be honest. Anyway, what am I talking about? This one coming in from Rex. I know Rex. I wonder if this is from Rexy P. Would you rather own a cat-sized horse or a horse-sized cat? And I'll tell you this, Rex does smoke weed, so this sounds like a Rex question. Cat-sized horse or a horse-sized cat? I'd take the cat-sized horse, man. A horse-sized cat? That's just, uh, that's called a lion, bro. And that shit will rip you apart. Cat-sized horse, you don't get to ride it, but you get to feed it, you know, baby carrots. Think about how beautiful that would be. That would be a beautiful, beautiful thing. That'd be a dope pet, actually. Um, and I wouldn't use it. I wouldn't use it as a fucking, um, you know, therapy pet, you know? I would just, I'd just fucking have it as a normal pet, you know? Um... Maybe get a rabbit to sit next to it to make it look fucking crazy. And it'd make the rabbit look giant. I'd take I'd take perspective photographs to make things look big. Like I'd put a bottle of whiskey next to my horse and people would be like, damn, that's a big bottle of whiskey, but really it's a really small horse. <laughs> what the fuck? Why do you cunts listen to this shit? Honestly. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Um Would you rather sail on the Diamond Princess coronavirus cruise ship or fly on a Boeing 737 MAX 8 without the, saf the safety upgrades? Now, I don't really know much about the Boeing 737 MAX 8 without the, saf the safety upgrades. I don't know really what that means. But I'll tell you what, I've already said on this episode today that the coronavirus is basically just the flu. I'd go on the boat. I'd go on the boat and I'd stay in my room. I'd just watch hella movies and not really let people touch me or nothing. Or even talk to me. What would I eat then? That's a good point. That's a good question. Maybe I'd, maybe I'd, maybe I'd take my my chances with the seven three seven. They say that you're risking your life far more by getting in a car than you are by getting on a plane. So I'll take the seven three seven. Think about that. Um, thank you. Where was that? Dan, that's from a guy called Dan. I know a couple of Dans, housemate Dan, roommate Dan. I know some Dans. Would you rather have a slim body but ugly face or fat body but beautiful face? And that's, dude, that's my life right now. Fat body, beautiful face. Just to be, dude, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to lie to you. And this is from a girl named Stephanie. I'm not gonna lie to you, Stephanie. I'm a, I've got a, I've got a pretty beautiful fucking face. So, and a fat, I do have a fat body and I do have an urge to, to raise my shirt and have my gut hang over, hang over my pants a little bit. But, um, yeah, I'll just take, I'll take that. Cause I've already, I already know that I already know that life. And I usually wear clothes anyway. So people don't really get to see my body that much. So there's no point of it even looking that good. Um, Fuck, I reckon I'm going to leave it there, you guys. Thanks for sending all those in. You guys are awesome. This show just really fucking flows because of your participation. I fucking love it. You guys are the best. 
Um, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's grow this shit. Grow it. Tell a friend about the show. Tell them to subscribe. Tell them to do a five-star review. Tell them to follow the Instagram. Welcome to the potty on everything. You know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Follow it all. Um, please go and see the... Check the the episode before this of the Welcome to the Potty podcast and find the uh, episode um, and and f- read the episode description and, and buy some tickets to the shows of these guys. They're really good, really funny. I'll be out there next Thursday night, hopefully. I've still got to confirm that with them. Um, what else do I usually say? Uh, welcome to the Potty dot com slash uh store to buy yourself a baby soft baby thigh soft welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt man i love you guys don't forget to love yourselves this is welcome to the potty and as always bang bang Welcome to, welcome to.